Hey y'all, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Lindsay. And today's episode is a week late, but it's our discussion on parts three and four of Anna Karenina. Whoop, whoop. We are halfway there. Thank God. So I take it is you are not enjoying. Okay, part three was rough. Yeah. Part three uh, took me forever. Part four, I flew through. Yes, I will agree with that. I will agree. Um, parts one and two, like, I didn't have that big of an issue with some of, like, Levin's chapters like you did. But this one, I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Come on, man. <laughs> yes. And it was a lot. Like, he was the majority of part three to me. Yeah, he, um, oof. Like, I was reading part three, like, on the plane on the way to Ohio and on the plane on the way back from Ohio. And, like, both times I could get to, like, three chapters and then I was like, I can't read anymore. Like, yeah, like, I was like, these chapters aren't going fast enough. Like, it was rough. But then once I got to part four, like, it flew through. Yeah, I found, like, like, part four had more of the drama. I think once, once, um, what's his nuts? Anna's husband decided to divorce her. <laughs> things kind of yeah. picked up on that end. For, like, everybody, it kind yeah. of picked up. a lot of things happened in part four. Like, it was kind of like if you're writing a paper, and you just have to get through, like, the first three paragraphs, and then, like, your final one, you're just, like, shoving all the information in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You only do 500, of, yeah, 500 word essay. <laughs> yeah, like part three was like all those filler words that you were just like. <laughs> yeah, I just, it was hard. His parts were hard. Um, but I don't know if we want to kind of give a little summary of where we are now with parts three and four. I don't even remember parts three. Like, I what I remember from part three is. Not a lot, because it was boring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But basically, um, parts three and four, Kitty and Levin come back together, realize they love each other. She, I think, I don't really understand that game they were playing with the chalk and the letters. (laughs) At the end, I was like, what is... Just ask her. Just ask her. Yeah, I don't understand what that was. But um, so they kind of are together now. Uh, Anna's husband up front was just like, you know what? You want to have a lover on the side? That's great. Uh, I'm not going to divorce you. So you have to live with that. Uh, If he steps foot in this house, we're done. And sure enough, like an idiot, she was like, hey, come on over. And Vronsky ran into him. And then he turned around and was like, I'm not only getting a divorce, but I'm taking our son away from you. Yep. And then... Those were, those were, like, the big ones. Yeah, and then she got sick. Yeah, she's convinced she's going to die giving birth. Yes. yes. So she was sick, so then she did ask her husband to come back. Um, and I think Vronsky was there as well. Um, Vronsky got into, like, a depressive state and tried to kill himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shot himself in the stomach, I believe, but he ended up surviving. Um, And then pretty much how it ends right now is, I believe they are going through with the divorce. 
yeah i i hate i don't like any character but this is different from the heart is lonely hunter like heart is lonely hunter i was just indifferent towards everybody yeah i was just like with the exception of um like jake blount who was annoying like this book to me reminds me of it's always sunny we're like I don't like any of these characters. I don't want to be friends with any of these characters, but I'm still enjoying the story. Yeah, I actually, I think in part four, I actually started to like um, Alexi more because I did not like him in parts one and two, Anna's husband. But he just, he was annoying because I feel like, what were you expecting up to this point? Yeah. Like you were, you were completely cold and indifferent towards her. Then the, like a healthy, like a, you know, too much jealousy in a relationship's not good. But you know, if you have the idea that maybe your your partner's stepping out on you, like it's okay to kind of be upset about that. He was just like, meh, just don't yeah. do it in the house. Yeah. And then it was like finally his pride was wounded. And it's like he doesn't give two shits about Anna. Oh he no. Like his, about his pride and his ego. Yeah, it's like, like, I, like I don't like and now he's gonna take away the stuff like well, and he, he doesn't even, even want says, the son. He yeah, he even says, he's like, I don't even like like looking at my son because it reminds me of her kind of thing. But he knows it'll hurt her. So he will take him away. I hate it. I don't yeah. like anyone. But again, like, you know, yeah, I'm, I, like, I'm still enjoying the story. So yeah, part four, I'm so glad it picked up because part three, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Part uh, part four, when they were throwing that dinner party and they were going into detail about, like, all the different vodka that was there, all I could think of was the scene from The Office where Michael goes to the liquor store. And he's like, is this enough to get 14 people drunk? He's like, 15 handles of vodka? Yeah, that should do it. That's all I could think of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying. I thought I liked that, like, um. Steven and Dolly kind of played more roles in in this part. Like, they're both trying to help the Anna-Alexi situation yeah. because they were in a similar situation. Um, you know, Dolly's like, I forgave him. Look at us now. That kind of thing. They're still not um, 100%, though. He's still going around seeing that, that, that French dancer. Like, yeah. He's French. It's just like everybody, the, the children, the children are my favorite, and they don't show up at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, how do you pronounce Anna's son? Oh, girl. I, Sarah, I can't even think of how it is now. It's, listen, we talked about in Battle Royale having to get used to the Japanese names. I got used to those names quicker Oh yeah. than any of these names. <laughs> Like, I'm struggling. I don't... And then they'll introduce a new character, and his name is, like, so long. And I'm like, first off, I don't even know if this is a new character, or we're just calling him something new at this point. And then I'm like, but who is this? Um, Yeah. There's so many names. And so many names are so similar to each other. I think think what's, what's stumbling me on this book is I can't just just pick a pronunciation in my head and go with it. Like every single time I come to the name that I'm struggling with, I sit there <laughs> for a couple of seconds, like trying to just like say it either out loud or in my head. Yeah. And then I lose part of the story because of it. Yeah. Cause you're wasting time. 
yeah and that's more on that's more on me than i mean obviously it's yeah a russian author they're gonna have russian names oh yeah that's not not a reason for me to to dislike the book it's just and then like mine still has like like russian phrases that they won't translate they're like oh he said this and i'm like don't know what that means hopefully (laughs) (laughs) hopefully that wasn't something big i um the begin is like the very beginning of part four where Bronski had to go take that other prince around, oh, show yeah. around Peter, like St. Petersburg. It was killing me because he was like, all of the great Russian things, you know, bear hunting, this, this, pancakes. <laughs> I was like, I know Russian pancakes are like different, like very different from American pancakes, but I didn't think that they would be looped into the same thing as like bear fighting. <laughs> that cracked me up. I was like, oh realize we have to make a special trip for pancakes hey, i mean i make special trips for pancakes i will make a special trip for pancakes if i need to but uh yeah that it just cracked me up that that was and then later on they're like oh hey i heard you bagged a bear <laughs> <laughs> crack me up yeah um it was funny i went to because i'm reading mine on my kindle but i went to the bookstore yesterday and so i just happened to like walk by like the classics just to see if they had it and one of the copies they had was like twenty seven ninety nine. I was like, no, not buying it. That one on uh, that I looked at that was like five hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good with the one that's like five. Yeah, and then just like looking how thick it is, I was like, I feel like I'm not. I'm I'm definitely more than halfway. But still. Yeah. Um, I was looking through parts. Like we're definitely halfway. You know, roughly, give or take yeah. a few pages, but um. So the next two parts are going to be close to about the same, about 240-ish pages. And then the parts seven and eight are only like 150, so those should fly by. Yes, thank goodness. Um, So I'm expecting in parts five and six, obviously the wedding of Kitty and Levin. Mm -hmm. Um, More drama. Because I think like with Alexi, like they assume that he's getting a divorce. But I think he has something up his sleeve. I don't think he's gonna make. I don't think he's gonna make it easy for her. Oh no, not at all. I. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if. I do. I do feel like he's going to do. He's going to be one of those people that really like prolongs the whole process. Yeah. And then, might try to pull some shenanigans with the current pregnancy. Yeah. Well, because she's had the baby. Mm-hmm. And he loves that baby. Yeah. Like, he was trying to take care of her. She, he's like, this baby's sick. We need to help her. So, um, I'm interested to see how that relationship develops. I just, I... I'm not going to say that I don't care about any of these characters. I just don't care in a way where I'm rooting for any of them. Other than the children. <laughs> where I'm just like, God, your parents are screwed up. Yeah, and then Vronsky is being sent off. Hmm. I forget what the place is called that he's being sent off to. So, again, we're going to kind of see how that develops. But I truly did think that he was going to die. I thought him and Anna, I was like, either one of them could die at this point. So, I will say, 
that I remember the last time I was talking about the prologue in this book, the one, the copy that I have, the version where I was yeah. like, yeah, it actually was talking about like why this is considered the greatest novel, blah, blah, blah. So I was reading it and then I came across spoilers. So I know what happens to Kitty and Levin and I know what happens to Anna. Perfect. And once I realized that <laughs> I stopped reading the prologues, <laughs> I never finished the prologue, but I was just like, oh no, I spoiled it for myself. Yeah. So I have so not. I'm not going to, I'm not going to speculate on them because I know what happens. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think, I think part three took me down a notch. Part four, again, picked it back up. It was so much faster like I found myself picking up the book to read like in part three I was like oh god just try to get through two chapters <laughs> just to yeah. make a dent um but once I got to part four I found it enjoyable again so I found part four kind of bogged down with when they're at the dinner party going into some of the more like Russian political talk yeah because like, while some of it is applicable to today, a lot of it was very specific to that place and time when the book well, and, was written. And I just, I don't really enjoy that. And so, and then I don't understand their, because I don't know much about their, politi- their political stuff, like, back then. And so, I just am like, I don't care for it that much. And so, those parts are pretty. It, it reminds me of all the philosophy classes that I had to take, that I was required to take. In yeah. college, where I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about any yeah. of this. <laughs> Until they got to the part where it was like, women, what's that about? Why do they want rights? And why do they want the right to vote? And then they were just like trying to tell the difference between like duties and rights. And it just killed me that they were talking about it. And then Dolly piped up and was like, hey, maybe like, you know. I'm a woman and this is my perspective. And they were just like, oh, silly lady. I know. <laughs> and I was just like, what would you know about this? What would you what know would about you... women's? No. <laughs> I was just like, oh, cool. Yeah, I think I think if I had to choose, I think I I like Dolly a lot. I do I do like Dolly. I will say, like, every like most of these characters, because I texted you. It's like I hate all these people. <laughs> but like I think Dolly for the most part comes from a very like genuine place of wanting to help people yeah um whereas like it's clear like like Oblonsky or her husband he's just trying to figure out a way to to get ahead and climb that social ladder um you know I think Vronsky is very much so a playboy like he getting Anna pregnant kind of forced him into reality and instead of coming to terms with it like he I don't know like I just like I feel like everybody else has their hang up but I feel like Dolly is one of the true genuine characters yeah because even Anna I'm sorry Anna you had one rule one job about being able literally one job literally one job was (laughs) he's not allowed in this house and she sent a letter that was just like hey he's gonna be leaving come on over and then they run into each other and she's just like Oh yeah, he came back. I'm just like, but the but the best part is, is she got mad at Vronsky because he was late. Because that's yes. the only reason they ran it. So she got mad at him that he was late. Which, here, even if he was on time, her husband still came back. He yes. still would have been at the house. <laughs> and like, yes. listen, 
I had pregnancy brain. I know what it's like to do stupid shit. I tried to plug in my phone to the bathtub one time. So I know what it's like to do stupid stuff when you're pregnant. That was just dumb. That was that was beyond. Yeah. And I don't think I think it was just her like she's so desperate to see him and she doesn't really care. Like she has she doesn't have any respect for her husband. I think it's I think it's she maybe saw a way to get the divorce without thinking the next step of like this is a very bitter man mm-hmm. and he's going to go out of his way to screw me over during the divorce. Oh yeah. As soon as she realized that he was going to take her son, I think she realized how serious, like, he's going to be. Yeah. And then she was just like, no, don't do it. And he, and he, he, like, to his credit, he had a point where he was just like, I don't think you get a choice in this. Like, you're the one who stepped out, not me. I know. Like, I think when they do, like, the court proceedings or this divorce or whatever, like, he's going to show. Because doesn't he have her letters? Yeah, he took a bunch of the letters Vronsky wrote. Yeah. He has some proof that she's been unfaithful, so he knows. um, Because the lawyer he went to see gave him the choice of, like, listen, there's two ways this adultery thing could go. You guys both agreed to separate, and she's seen someone else. Or you found out, and you weren't supposed to know. And he he took the more dramatic route, which was the truthful route. But, like, he, he made the choice to make like, make this into the spectacle that it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so we have about a month left of this book. We're yeah. halfway there. Hopefully it keeps me intrigued. I just can't do another part that's focused on Levin like that. I think when he's with Kitty, he's more enjoyable. But when it's, like, him on his farm with his brother or whatever, I'm like, I can't. His, both of his brothers are insufferable. <laughs> yeah, I just... One, like, what's his brother's name? Like, Nicholas Nikolai? I don't even know. He's got, like, you know, philosophy fancy brother, and then, like, down in the dumps brother. Yeah. Neither are good. Don't like any of them. <laughs> I just, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like even... Even uh, Kitty's dad, who, like, really didn't super in, like, I, I remember saying, like, he was my favorite character in the first two yeah. parts. Even the second part, I was just like, I don't know, man. Dragon for me. Yeah. So, again, I'm excited to read it. Um, I want to know what happens. Clearly, you already know what is going to happen. Yeah, not, I mean, like, can you really spoil a book that's been around for like 200 years? <laughs> for like 150 years, yeah. I know. But, I feel like a lot of these books that we've read, that at this point, if you haven't read them, you probably have no desire to read them. And I doubt our discussions are <laughs> making anybody want to go in and jump into these books. I mean, definitely the first two. I mean, oh, again, yeah. well, like with with this book, Dana Karenina, like people people do their PhDs, like, their their dissertations and stuff on them. Like, they, like, they dedicate, like, courses that they teach to it and stuff like that. And, like, I can understand why. Like, honestly, like, I, I get it. It's, you know, definitely not the worst book I've read. And I can tell that there's a lot of, like, like, Russian 
history and like intricacies that like why we're not picking up on just because we don't have that background knowledge yeah um, and i remember we learned we we did a like a bit on russian history in ninth grade but that was 16 years ago <laughs> a long time ago so um so like i you know only remember very very tiny bits of that so like and even then like i could pro- honestly probably read a book if this book was written today by an American with some of the American political things, like there'd be some things that would go over my head. Oh, for just sure. because like there are intricacies and stuff like that, that I, I don't understand, or I'm not really all that pretty to, or, but, um, so this is, our review is coming more from like an entertainment standpoint. Oh yeah. I, don't come here for a philosophical review of this book because I don't have it. No. Um, I was almost so desperate to get the audio book when I was in part three. <laughs> I was just like, I can't look at another page. Maybe if I listen to it, it'll be more enjoyable. Maybe they can pronounce these words for me. <laughs> We're going to be listening to it. We're going to be like, oh, that's how it's pronounced. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it is, it's a handful of a book. Yeah, it's our, it's our chunky boy. I don't yeah. think it's our biggest though from Oprah's book club. Oh, don't t- tell me that. I don't think so. Oh no. I don't know. Because we have the rest of the choices. They haven't announced all of them yet. Yeah. The other yeah. I think there's I think there's one that's comparable. Oh no. I think it's an, I think it's another classic, but I could be wrong. Yeah, so for sure what we'll do is when probably the episode that's the seventh and eighth parts, so our final discussion on this, we'll probably at the very end of that episode do a quick synopsis of the next three books. Yeah, announce them and yeah. Um, I did see so our next book again. I'm not gonna say what it is, but I saw that at the bookstore yesterday, and I almost I almost bought it, but then it was six dollars and fifty eight cents, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to pay that for a book. I don't know if I'm gonna like. That's the worst. I was like, yourself halfway through a book, you spent like way too much money on it. You're just like, yeah. So, and I know it's available at the library, and I don't think there's a hold on this book at the library. So, I was like, I know it's only $7, but (laughs) I don't know if I want to spend $7 on a book that's not really on my list. So, but yeah, um, the books that I bought yesterday, I bought... Silence of the Lambs. I saw that. Because I need that, because I read Red Dragon earlier this year. I'm excited to hear how you feel reading that after having read Red Dragon. Well, and it's so funny. So I went to the bookstore with my mom, and I just happened to, like, walk by, um, like, the mystery section, and I saw Thomas Harris, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they have Silence of the Lambs. And so I grabbed it. And then my mom's like, oh, what book do you have in your hand? And I was like, oh, I have Silence of the Lambs. And she had Hannibal in her hand. 
<laughs> so I was like, she's like, I was looking for Sons of Limbs. I was like, oh, I already had it. Yeah, and then, nice. and then, um, again, I was just like, I wish I just do a walkthrough because like, even though I have like a list in my hands, like, I'm like, well, is it going to be in the murder section? Is it going to be in the fiction section? And like, it's not a huge bookstore and like a lot of the newer books are still not going to be super cheap. Yeah. Um, so again, I just happened to walk by and um, I saw The Alienist and The Angel of Darkness. Didn't we read The Alienist? We were supposed to. <laughs> oh, you didn't I, read it? I haven't finished it. <gasps> but it was a book I chose. I'm, I'm really good at choosing books that I don't want to read, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so I went ahead and got those because one of them was like three fifty, and one was $4, so... Um, and I think I said, like, in one of our older episodes that from our old book club, I would like to, like, try to read a few books that I didn't finish. So. Yeah. I guess I can try to read that. The show, I watched season one of the show and it was really good. I, um, Like, that, that book really disturbed me because, like, kids were the victims. Mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate, like, that's, like, how some people feel about, like, dogs and animals dying. Like, that's how I feel about kids in books. Um, so I try to I try to steer away from some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I found a new podcast. Ooh, you did? Yeah, it's called All Crime no cattle and it's about true crimes in texas texas yes i've listened to episodes of that (laughs) i'm really i'm really upset though because episodes one and two are not available anywhere so i had to start on episode three and so i was really upset because i was like one of those people that like i need it from the beginning (laughs) yeah one of my favorite podcasts sinisterhood they um they took off like the first 12 episodes, I want to say, just because they were like, our audio wasn't that good. Yeah. It was like the formatting and stuff. And I was like, hey, understand that. But there are some topics that I know you did that I want you to redo or re-release yes. because like, yeah. like, like they did an episode on Robert. The, yeah. Like they did an episode on Robert the doll, like the haunted doll is hilarious. And I know they did one on Annabelle and I want to hear the Annabelle one too. And it's just, it's, it's God, it doesn't exist. Yeah, so I was really upset. I was like, so I started, I've only listened to episode three. I think, it, I think they're a married couple. Um, but yeah, I, I think we were, I was watching like, um, either ID or Oxygen and the host of that was interviewed for something and it said his podcast, and I was like, what podcast is this? And so I went ahead and downloaded it. But, like, all last week while I was out of town, I didn't listen to anything. So I'm so far behind on all my podcasts, so. Yeah, I have found that since I um, stopped working that I don't, like, I don't have the commute anymore to listen to podcasts, or I don't have the, like, the time where I just have background noise. Yeah. So usually it's. Uh, from like cooking dinner or that's really it yeah <laughs> or if I like go to the grocery store by myself yeah um 
So that's what, because I, I don't think I said those things when we did last week's like little weekly check-in. So I wanted to get those like in. Um, I mean, this is a pretty short discussion, I think, because again, we're still in the middle of the book. It's really hard to just like have a lot. Seven, yeah, I think parts seven and eight are final one. We'll be a little bit more in depth because we'll finally have the full story of all these characters. Yeah, um, we can like recap everything. And but I have been enjoying this because there's no way in hell I would have remembered some of this stuff. Oh yeah, like if we would not be breaking it down just a little bit to kind of give like a small synopsis of what's happening in our thoughts now. In a month from now, when we're discussing part seven and eight, I would not remember what was happening in parts. Notes up. <laughs> yeah. So find like a PowerPoint about this online. Just to no, remember who people are. I've, what happened. I've done that like um like even right before we started to record, I was gonna look up like just part three summary because I was like all I remember was there was so much about Levin, but I don't even remember if there was any like important plot things that happened. All I remember from part three is that Dolly was like, I want to go to the country. Yeah. She went to the country and then she's like, oh yeah, Levin, it's you. This is crazy. Did you know Kitty's here too? And he was just like, nah, I don't fuck with that. And then she was trying to get him to fuck with that. I really wish that that's how it was translated. <laughs> and so she was like, can I have a saddle? And instead of just going over to give her the saddle, he sends somebody else and then he sees Kitty in a carriage. And yeah. he's just like, oh, I still love her. No, well, like, no, oh. I was like, I'm going to send a carriage, but I'm not going to, or the saddle, but I'm not going to send a note. I'm not going to reply to the thank you. Like, he was so dramatic about it. He was, he, he reminds me of like, like, if you're like in a weird text relationship with somebody and you're like, oh, they took 30 minutes to respond. I'm going to take 35 minutes to respond. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that's exactly how he is, especially with this whole saddle thing. He's like, I'm not going to take it over to them. I'm just going to send it to them. Oh, they sent a thank you response. Well, I'm not going to respond. <laughs> so if someone sends a thank you response, are you supposed to get, turn around and give them a, like a you're welcome note? If that's the case, I have a lot of your welcome notes to send. I have never sent a you're welcome note <laughs> unless I was being kind of a bitch. <laughs> Like, I really am trying to think, like, yeah, I don't know. I've never sent one. Like, if I, if I was being annoying, it was, yeah. like, a friend or, you know, like, my mom. Yeah, it just, it just says, you're welcome, and you just mail it back to them. Yeah, it's just, like, a smiley face. Yeah, yeah no. He, I felt like he was definitely being, like, petty at that point. I kind of... I'm wondering what would happen now that Kitty and Levin are together. If she sees Bronski, what she would do? <laughs> yeah. Or if she just feels disgusted by him. She, like, immediately goes back to that spa. Yeah. <laughs> She's, woman again. <laughs> she has to go, oh, yeah, because I thought that was going to be a big part in parts three and four. Have not mentioned her since. No, they were just like, hey, that weird lady. Yeah, we left her. <laughs> Because I literally even asked you when we were discussing parts one and two, like, what do you think that relationship is? Like, is it just because she had this weird obsession with her? Yeah. Totally forgot about her until you just mentioned it again. That is so weird. 
<laughs> so weird. <laughs> they just were like, and she's done. I like to imagine uh, somebody else when this was all first published and put together. They were like, hey, Leo, what I met weird lady at that spot. And he was just like, oh, I forgot about that character. Yeah, like, he's, he's, like, like, oh. big he's like, oh, God. <laughs> I need I closure. I, what if she comes and stops the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> That would be... <laughs> okay, that'd be great. I would love that, actually. <laughs> that'd just be some more drama. I don't think she is going to. I do think that he kind of just dropped her off. I remember, sometimes I feel like TV shows do that. Like, you are introduced to this, like, storyline, you have the storyline going, and then all of a sudden, we don't get any closure with that storyline. Like, that happened in Friday Night Lights. And I think it was... that when Tyra killed that guy? Well, yes, that, but there was another storyline that happened, remember during the writer's strike, where all remember, shows... Yeah, I remember a, the writer's strike, but I don't remember, like, what the actual storyline was. So the storyline was, um, Layla... Glad but, you are watching that show. Yes, I finished it. Okay, good. Yeah, Layla, her dad took in, like, a, um, a guy that had come from jail, and so he was going to help him, and he was going to try out for the football team, and it kind of looked like him and Layla yeah. were going to have this relationship. Yeah. And, the, and then the writer strike happened, so they had to go on hiatus. So when the show started back up again, like, that storyline was completely gone. It was like, no, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what happened? She was, like, one of my least favorite characters on that show. Oh, yeah. Her and Julie Coach's daughter. Oh, I didn't like her. I didn't like her bangs. <laughs> yeah. I could have done so much better. Yeah, so I feel like maybe there was a writer strike with Leo, and like, <laughs> he's like, "I'm on a strike." They're like, "Leo, this is your own, this is your own story." Nobody's forcing you to write this, sir. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I hope she comes back. I was, I enjoyed her character. She was that was a wild ride. Yeah, that was great. That was. That I was still so love her. She's like, "Look at me, I'm all sick or whatever." And Kitty's dad was just like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> It's just like, this isn't true. Giddy, come on, man. Yes. He's like, get over it. It was a man. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming when we discuss parts five and six, it'll probably be a similar type, like just a small recap, what our thoughts are of what's going on right now. Um, mm. And then hopefully seven and eight, we'll have like our big long discussion because we will finally be done with this book. Hooray. Yes. Um, please go follow us on Instagram with reading with celebs and Twitter reading W celebs. And sorry, were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, I will say, uh, this book, not a hundred percent redeeming of Oprah's book club, but it's, it's bumping it up for me. So, yeah, I can see why it was chosen. Yeah. And I could probably understand why um, the heart is a lonely hunter was chosen. I can I, like I can see why they were all chosen. Yeah, but uh, I think I was looking what up. Did, what did you text me, girl? We've got like nine more months of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the next book, um, I was reading like I think it was a review, and somebody's like, 
I doubt Oprah even read this book. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so we shall see. I'm excited to be done with this book. Um, I'm excited that we're moving, like, we're making progress in this book. Because I think when we chose this book, I was like, oh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> I mean, it feels appropriate to pick a book that people normally read in school, when school's getting back into session around here. Yeah. It feels, you know, topical, timely. Agreed. So, but, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead with the uh, our social needs. Yeah, I think that was it. Just um, go give us a like, follow, subscribe to our podcast. If you've read this book, let us know your thoughts. And if we're pronouncing all these names very wrong, we'd love to know. The Russian bookstagram is going to come out of nowhere and start yelling at us. <laughs> hey, that's fine. I think we said when we did our very first discussion for this book that it was not going to be great. Yeah, and I stand by that statement. We are still not doing great. <laughs> You can say Anna and Stephen and Dolly, and that's about it. Well, and, and in my book, his name is not spelled Stephen, it's spelled Stepin. There's no H. Oh. Yeah. It's Stepin. So I'm like, what do I call him? <laughs> well, they very hardcore refer to him as Steve in my book. See, in mine, they have a S-T-I-V-A, so Steva. It's a sweetener. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is that considered a food? Do we have a food? Do we have a food in this book? <laughs> there's, there's so much food in this book. They're describing the dinner party or the first dinner that uh, Steva and uh, Levin went out to lunch, and they were just like, "And there's oysters, and there's this, and there's this." Mm. Like, oh god, I'm having flashbacks to Girl with a Dragon Tattoo right now. Yeah, I felt the same way with, um, like, a Game of Thrones. Like, the way he describes those feasts. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to know all that. No. I do want to say, I have not heard good things about any of the movie adaptations for Anna Karenina. I do want to maybe watch the one with Keira Knightley. Because the cast is full of beautiful people, and the costumes look beautiful. Yeah. So even if it's not that good of a movie or an adaptation, it still will be pretty to watch. Yeah, and um, she does really good, like timely pieces. She's really good at those. So we can maybe, like, after we're done with this book, when we're reading the next book, like as one of our weekly check-ins, we can do a recap of the movie. We can watch <laughs> it and do a recap of what we thought of this movie. Hopefully it's available. I'm sure it's on some sort of... Uh, I think it, I've seen it on, like, Prime. Maybe Netflix, too. I'm not sure about that, but... Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, next week will be um, a weekly check-in. I don't know if we'll do anything special. Like, we're getting closer to September, so we'll we'll do our fall TBR soon. I just don't know what episode will do that. But, yeah. My, uh, my summer TBR, I can just tell you right now, <laughs> failure. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. So, I've read everything that was on my summer TBR, except for Close to Home, which was um, one of the Robert Dugani books that I had mentioned. Mm-hmm. But this morning, I started reading Red Queen, 
by Victoria Aveyard. So hopefully I'll just replace that one. That'll just be part of my summer TBR. Well, summer technically doesn't end until September 22nd, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. So probably at the beginning of September, whatever episode like falls around there, we'll do a fall TBR. And then October, we'll do a spooky TBR. Yes, my favorite kind of TBRs. I just, like, up front, my, um, I couldn't handle two big, chunky boats at the same time. I was, I was worried for you when you chose those for your summer TBR. So, uh, maybe I'll get through the new Jim Crow, because that one, I don't have that many pages left in it, but, um, 1Q84, that's been shelved for another time. Yeah. So, but I will say, like, fall is kind of when my reading really picks up, like, beginning of the year and fall, like, winter and fall are my big reading times, mm-hmm. um, just because I have no motivation to go out and do anything else. Well, yeah, because it's going to be, it's going to start getting colder, well, not really in Texas, but <laughs> it'll, <laughs> it'll go from a nice 102 to an 89 degrees. <laughs> With more humidity. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so. And then I know we did those episodes, like our top 10 list, but I did a top 10 of books I want to read by the end of the year. And I'm like, haven't started any of those. No. Well, our friend Becca has Malibu Rising. And I'm pretty excited to hear what she thinks on that. She also has Bear Town. Yes. I'm pretty pumped to hear about that, too. So. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yay! Happy reading. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.